You're listening to the Life Nomadic Podcast, a podcast of inspiration, life lessons, philosophy, honesty, stories from the road, and, well, whatever the hell else I want to talk about. I'm your host, Brandon Collins. So let's get weird. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Life Nomadic Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Collins. How's everybody doing? I hope you're doing all right. Today, we're going to talk about self-worth, which is a very relevant topic for me currently. Um, And I'm I'm imagining it probably is for a lot of you as well. Maybe not recently, but just in general. I feel like it is something that we all all deal with um, from time to time in our life. Um, but before we get onto that, I have to do a little bit of house cleaning. So as you have maybe guessed, um, if this isn't your first episode or if this is your first episode, then you're about to find out. I don't do, um, advertisements on the podcast. I just, it always breaks up the flow, you know, and, and to be honest, when I'm listening to a podcast and as soon as the commercial part comes on, I fast forward through it. (laughs) And I'm sure that a lot of you do too. Or if you're driving or doing something where you can't get to your phone, you just have to listen to somebody talk for however many minutes about a product you don't give a shit about. So I don't want to do that. However, being um, that we're talking about (laughs) self-worth, I kind of wanted to bring this up to um, you, my listeners. So... Podcasting costs money, right? You have to host it, and the the equipment costs money. Um, it takes time out of my day to do the podcast, um, and also, you know, the time and, and money that I spent spent and are spending on research and 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 finding guests, and you know, eventually, I'd like to be able to fly guests somewhere or drive the van to meet guests um, to have um, more different kinds of people on the show. Um, obviously that's not really a thing at the moment, but looking forward, I'd like, I'd like to be able to do that. And, you know, it's, it's weird to talk about like money things, but whatever. Um, it is what it is. Right. So my question is, well, first I, I personally don't want to do ads, but if I'll just ask you guys, like, if would you be okay with ads? Maybe some of you don't care. Maybe some of you are like, no, hell no. Um, So ads would be uh, an option. Um, I could do, I thought about maybe doing like a Patreon. So, and so like, I know Sam Harris does does a thing where he'll put the 45 minutes worth of an episode on. And then if you want to hear the whole episode, you have to subscribe to his RSS feed. Now, Obviously, I'm not Sam Harris, and I'm not going to expect people to do that because I'm just I don't I don't have the pull that he has, so I would never do that. That's that would not work for me, at least not at this at this moment in time. Um, however, I could do a thing where, say, I put up on the Patreon, you know, two dollars a month or something like that, and it's just a way to support me um, doing the podcast. So like you don't necessarily 
I mean, I could do like, um, I don't know. I don't, I, there's, you could do like tiers, right? So I could do $2 a month gets you this and $5 a month gets you this extra thing and $10 a month will get you another extra thing. Um, the only problem that I, that I see happening is that's adding more things for me to do when I'm already not getting compensated for what I'm doing currently. Now, don't get me wrong. Like I, I enjoy doing this and I, and I, I love giving information to people and I love getting feedback from people when they say something like, you know, whatever you said in this past episode really resonated with me and it made me, you know, feel better about this decision or it made me, um, able to deal with this one thing differently. That's, that's where I get, that's what I get in return. However, it would be nice to get monetarily compensated for the things. And obviously, like, this isn't going to happen anytime soon. So I don't know. I thought I'd just throw that out there um, to you guys and see what you thought. I'll probably, um, I'll probably do a poll or I don't know, something. Um, if you have any ideas or you just have some thoughts, you can send me an email at uh, Life Nomadic Podcast at Gmail. Um, Instagram, Life Nomadic Podcast, uh, any of the other socials. Um, if you know me in real life <laughs> and you have my, my, uh, my number, shoot me a text and tell me what you think about it. Um, I just thought it was kind of relevant to uh, bring this up in this episode. So, yeah, as I currently digress, <laughs> let's get into it. Right, here we go. So what, so what is self-worth? Um, I wanted to define it before, before I started talking about it. Um, and I looked up on the internet what the definition of self-worth was, and it didn't really align with kind of how I see self-worth. A lot of it was like self-esteem, um, but I just don't think that self-esteem and self-worth are analogous I think that they're 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 different. Where self-esteem is kind of like confidence and your ability to handle yourself in a in a room full of other people. Um, it's it's how you hold like what regard you hold yourself, I guess. But for me, self-worth it's uh, it's a little bit different. Um, I think self-worth is more like self-value. Like, like how do you value yourself? What is your worth? What is your value um, in terms of the rest of the world, you know, or, or the, the world around you? Uh, and, and, how do you? and how do you value? There's like separate things that you can value, like your mental health. Like, like how much value do you put on your mental health? Uh, your heart, you know, like your emotions, how much do you value those? Your ideas, do you feel like your ideas are valuable? Your time, right? Like time is, 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 is the most valuable commodity that we have because it's like the only thing that you can't renew. Time is like the only thing that you can't make up. Once it's gone, it's gone. And so that you have to give that a really high value. So, 
I guess what I wanted to do kind of start from the beginning before we get too far into the weeds um, is I want to talk about kind of like how uh, a lot of us determine our self-worth or our self-value um, or uh, more importantly, how not to measure your self-worth, right? So I think we'll get that out of the way first. Um, for example, like you, you're not your accomplishments, right? You, you don't have to, you don't have to value your self-worth based on, um, things you've done or things you haven't done. Um, like your, your income or your job or, um, or other people's accomplishments, right? Like sometimes you'll, you'll, you'll do something and you're like, yeah, that was cool. I did this thing. And then you see, you know, so-and-so do something and you're like, oh man, the thing I did wasn't, wasn't as good. And then it lowers the value of it, at least in your own mind. And, um, we got to not do that, right? You got to, you got to just pay attention to what you're doing and, and what your worth is. Um, your relationship status, right? Like because you're single or because you just went through a breakup or because you do this or that or this, that that's not, you don't, don't measure your self-worth off of that. You know, there's a, there's a lot of like pressure out there to, to have a spouse, you know, people like, Oh, how are you single? And you know, sometimes that, that doesn't feel great. Right. When somebody, when somebody asks you that, cause it's like, why am, what's wrong with me? You know, when it, when in reality, you just haven't found your person or you're not ready yet or, or you don't want a spouse or a, a significant other or whatever that is. And, and that's okay, right? It, your, your worth isn't measured off of whether or not you have someone else in your life. Same with like children. There's a lot of pressure to have children and, um, you, you shouldn't have to, you shouldn't base your self-worth off of whether or not you either have children or you, or, or whether or not you want children and you know, all that, um, your past, right? Your past doesn't define you. And I know that I definitely struggle with this quite a bit. Um, I've talked about it before on the podcast and, um, you know, you, you aren't your past. You're, you're only the person that you are now. Your past may have um, helped develop the person that you are now, but your worth isn't based off of the past. Your, your worth should be based off of who you are at this exact moment or even who you want to be. Your education, um, you know, whether you have a high school diploma um, you didn't graduate high school. You have a degree. Like all, none of that stuff matters. That's not. You don't value your worth off of that. Um, and also, don't value yourself off of how other people view you or treat you. Um, you can't control how other people look at you or view you or think of you. Um, I uh, uh, when I talked to uh, Mark Moots last last episode, uh, he said something that I thought was really great. He said. Um, what other people think of you is none of your fucking business. And, <laughs> and I think that's great. And he's so right. Um, so just stop trying to please others. Just try to try to work on what you're doing and, and don't worry about the others. Um, so getting back to like, for me, like this, the, the meaning of, of, of self-worth, um, 
to me, it's something of value. Um, it's, it's something that's, that's traded or, or, or a transaction of some kind. So like, let's say for example, you do something nice for somebody. They give, they give you a thank you, right? So I did this thing and then and I got a thank you. That's a transaction. There's value in that. And what I mean by that is, is if you do something nice and they either don't thank you or, or worse, just completely ignore the thing that you did, that lowers the value of what you did. That, that makes you feel like you have less value. And I know that you don't, you know, you, you don't do things, nice things for people to get anything in return. You know, at least I don't. But it's almost kind of an expected thing. And when it doesn't happen, you know, like, uh, like, like you just hold the door open for somebody and they just walk through. Typically, they'll say thank you, and then you just go on about your day, and you don't even think about it. But if they don't say thank you, you're like, what the hell? <laughs> like, am I, not, am I not even a person? Am I not even standing here? And so it, it makes you feel like, you know, your value has, has diminished a little bit. <clears throat> when, you, when, you, when you do a job, right, you, you get paid for said job accordingly. Um, and if you're not getting paid what you think you should be getting paid for what, um, for what your job is, then, then it's lowering the value. It's lowering your, your self-worth. Um, like, like for example, like women in sports are, well, not now, not as much now. We, I'm, I'm thinking of like, um, the women's soccer team getting paid less than the men, even though they've won all these championships, that makes them feel like they have less worth than the men do. And so it's cool that they, that they were able to get paid accordingly. Um, and, and, and I mean, I'm a tattoo artist, so when I set my prices, my prices aren't based on market value, not necessarily at least. They're based on what I think my time, my efforts, and, and my energy that I put into are worth. And so I have conversations with other tattooers about this quite a bit, like kind of behind the scenes, you know, most clients probably wouldn't know this, but like so many tattooers undercharge, ridiculously undercharge for what they have to put in to the tattoo. So as a client, you just think, okay, this guy's charged me a hundred and something an hour must be nice. He's got to be freaking rich or whatever. But like what a lot of people may not understand, and it's not their fault, is that all the stuff that goes on behind that, right? So you have to draw the thing, which typically happens at home, at night, you know, quote unquote, off the clock. Um, you have to buy, you don't have to, but you, you buy like reference books and like art books and you can take art classes or, and go to seminars and all this stuff not only costs money, but it takes time out of your like life. So when you, when you charge a certain amount of money, it's not, it's not just for the tattoo. Like it's not just for that specific tattoo that you're getting. It's for all of the time, all of the effort and all of the money spent up to that point to try and recoup that, you know, and, and the more effort you put in, the more value you should have. Right. So I, I, 
I'll break it down for some tattooers and they're like, oh, I know. And like, you got to charge what you feel like you're worth. Um, relationships, right? Like if, if, if you're in a relationship, are you getting back what you're putting in? If you're putting in all this, all this effort into the relationship and you're not getting the same in return, then you feel like you have your worth, your self-worth has, has diminished. It's gone down. And, you know, this is something that you need to talk to with your partner about. But then it comes to a point where it's like the other, if the other partner's like not, not seeing it, right? You got to put your foot down. You got to say, hey, this is, I've done all these things. This is how I feel I'm worth. And I'm not, and I'm not feeling valued, either undervalued or just not valued at all. And so that has to be a, a conversation that needs to be had. And, you know, especially like, you know, someone, someone like me, for example, I've, I've done a lot of work on myself and making myself, um, a better human, uh, more emotionally intelligent, um, kinder, uh, more empathetic, all these things. And when, when that's not reciprocated, I feel like I deserve better. And which is also one of the reasons why dating is really hard because, you know, it's funny. I, I, I watched this, um, I think it was a TikTok. I don't watch TikTok, but TikTok's videos are typically on Instagram stories, blah, 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 whatever, <laughs> not important. And, um, the, the guy was a, a bit aggressive, which is fine. Um, but th- the point he was making was like, the more you work on yourself, the harder it's going to be to find a partner because it's, you, you're, you're kind of like leveling up. And so you have to meet someone who's kind of at that same level as you and the higher up the, I don't want to say higher, but the further along you get in this journey, the, the, the fewer people that are going to be on that same level as you for you to choose from, you know, and it's kind of like this really terrible paradox where like the better I make myself, the less marketable, eh, maybe not marketable, the, the less, the, the smaller my pool from people to choose from becomes because you're not going to, um, like I can't, I can't be with somebody who is, emotionally unavailable or emotionally immature or, or those sound like drastic word terms, but someone who's not at the same level, someone who's not ready. And so it can be really challenging. And so, you know, if, 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 if you are kind of in this same position, you know, where you feel like you've done all this work and, and you're making yourself better and yet you can't find someone to, to be your ride or die, you're not alone. Like it's happening to, to all of us, uh, in one way or another. So just keep trudging. You'll find your person. And <laughs> I feel like, I feel like even though I'm talking to you guys, I'm basically talking to myself, like giving myself a little pep talk. Um, time, time is another, um, another thing that's, that has, that has value and, and, 
I need to, I know I need to be a little bit better at this on the I guess the receiving end. Um, when people are late, it infuriates me. I get so <laughs> I get so annoyed because I'm about as punctual as they get. Obviously, you know there are things, and I am late sometimes. But if it's if I if if I set a date like at a time with someone, I do my absolute best to be there on time because I because their time has value, right? Just like my time has value, and. Um, I also sometimes get a little too annoyed and then, you know, you become, you kind of get into this like victim kind of thing where it's like, oh God, everyone's always late. Why am I always on time? Blah, blah, blah. Nobody cares about my value. But you have to remember that everyone is the star of their own movie, right? And everyone else is just supporting cast. So give some people some space, I guess is what I'm saying. But also... If you feel like someone is wasting your time, if somebody is not um, showing up when they want, when you, when you need them to, but say something like, like I think one of the points I'm trying to make here is all of these things that happen, we got to start saying something about it. You know, you can't just let it happen because the more you let it happen, the more you start to feel your own self-worth kind of dropping and then once you stand up and say something about it then you can you can move forward um and so um yeah this kind of brings me to to my next like little section here is so now that we've talked about you know what self-worth isn't and kind of example some some kind of examples of of um self-worth Let's talk about maybe like how we can help to develop um, self self worth, um, and and one of them, and in in my opinion, I think this is probably the most important one of all of them is setting boundaries. Um, you can't you can't let anyone make you feel unvalued or or undervalued, and you have to stick to those boundaries, and you have to set those boundaries at the very beginning of any relationship, where it be a friendship, um, something romantic, um, a professional relationship, like boundaries are huge. Um, you know, and there's, there's, there's different kinds of boundaries. There's emotional boundaries, you know, like, um, you know, a way to, to protect your, your feelings and your, um, and, and, and there's like, um, material boundaries and intellectual boundaries and, sexual boundaries and time boundaries, like I just talked about. Um, and a lot of, a lot of the reasons why boundaries are so important is it gives you, it gives you freedom to move within those boundaries, right? So like when you don't have boundaries set and somebody breaks something, you know, breaks your, your boundary that you haven't set, but you, but we all have them. It's, it feels awful. And, and it's not even that other person's fault because they didn't know that there was um, about they didn't know that there was a boundary there. Um, a lot of people they wouldn't. They, how could they know, right? So then you can't be mad at them for for breaking a boundary if you don't have the boundary set up. So how do you how do you set boundaries? Um, you probably already have some boundaries set up that you may not even realize, 
or you do and it's just they're they're kind of an innate boundary look at some of those and and ask yourself you know how do these how do these boundaries work and or are they working um think about like how you feel when you're around other people do these people like make you feel um anxious or or exhausted sometimes or um or to even taken advantage of or or feeling undervalued. And so ask yourself, you know, what what could I do to help prevent these kinds of feelings in the future? Um, and communicate. Talk about them. Talk to the person. Um, you know, you can use the... Um, and I know that these, these kinds of conversations can be difficult, especially um, with with spouses and significant others, maybe not so much with friends for some reason. Friends tend to be a little more forgiving when it comes to this. Maybe that's just my experience, but um, a good way that I've learned um, through like therapy and um, and like my education in um, the addiction um, treatment services world is using I feel statements. So when you wanna, when you wanna talk to somebody about something that they're doing that makes you feel bad or anxious or whatever the, whatever the feeling is that you, that you've considered um, inappropriate or that you don't like, um, instead of saying, Hey, you do this thing that hurts me. Try this. Try saying, um, I feel that when you do this thing, it makes me feel this way. Or I feel, um, exhausted because of this thing and so it's taking it's kind of taking the not blame but it's taking the responsibility i guess off of off of that person and and just letting them know that this is your your feeling you're feeling a thing and it's not just like you know it won't feel like you're nitpicking at them at least it shouldn't um those are those are difficult difficult conversations but you have to have them Right. If you, you can't, you can't just assume that people know how you're feeling about something. And, and, and if, and if you say something, you know, if you communicate how you feel about something and they don't respond in a way that's positive or a way that's, that's healthy or helpful, you might have to reevaluate this relationship. And as shitty as that sounds like, that's just, that's what it is at the end of the day, right? It's you got to take care of yourself. You need to put your self-worth first because if you don't, how are you going to give yourself to another person or to another group of people? You know, say, if, for example, if you're a teacher or or someone who works with um, with a population of some kind, like if you're not good, how are you supposed to help them? And if you're not good in your relationship, how are you supposed to be a good partner? How are you supposed to be a good uh, parent? You know, all these things. Um, and another thing that's uh, a way to set boundaries, and, and this is definitely something that, that sigh was on purpose. <laughs> something that I I personally deal with and and have had difficulty in, but I'm, but I'm doing it and I'm getting better at it. And that's saying no. Like I just, I always want to help people and I always want to be involved in doing all these things, but then it gets to a point where I'm just so stretched out and overwhelmed that it's that I'm not helping anyone anymore. 
So I'm learning how to say no. And that's a boundary. And that's, that's a good, healthy boundary. And the thing of it is, too, is when you set a boundary, it doesn't matter what other people think about your boundary because that's your boundary, right? And like I said earlier, what other people think of you is none of, is none of your business. So if you set a boundary and, that, and, and another person or people don't respect that boundary, then maybe it's time to move on. And so, yeah, boundaries, they're super important and we should all have them because they help keep us safe and they help, they'll help like, they'll help you be a better version of yourself. They'll help you be the best version of yourself. Uh, Another way um, is to seek healthy relationships, get rid of those toxic ones, you know, and I know this is like way easier said than done but you got to do it and I've been doing a lot of it and even like really recently you have to look at people and say are these people lifting you up every single day or maybe not every single day but but is this person in your life making your life better or are they making it worse and and I and I know especially with like relationships you know you you tend to to hyper focus on the bad stuff and not all the good stuff, um, which is human nature. But these are kind of conversations that you have to have with yourself, like, and really, and really reflect and really like be honest with yourself and say, you know, I really do like this person and we have fun together, but damn it, they really like do whatever this thing is and it sucks and it hurts me and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, maybe, maybe that person doesn't, maybe that person isn't isn't a good fit right and and breaking up with friends is just as hard as breaking up with significant others well, maybe not just as hard but it's definitely hard and sometimes you just have to do it and i definitely especially when i quit drinking i definitely got rid of a lot of quote unquote toxic kind of people and and I guess toxic is kind of a strong word. Um, but if that person is not making my life better, then what are they doing? Why, why do I have them in my life? Um, and like another thing, and this kind of goes with that, um, with that, the, um, the seeking healthy relationships is don't give your agency away to other people. Like, right. So, well, okay. So what is agency? Uh, Agency has a lot of different meanings, um, but for the purpose of this podcast, we'll just use it kind of generally. Um, it's 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 your autonomy, right? It's like your ability to like uh, to to make informed decisions and 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 actions based on your experiences and your knowledges and and your knowledge and your intentions. Um, and if if you're in a relationship where you're doing all these things to make the other person happy. You're losing your own agency. You're losing your own ability to make decisions for yourself. Um, you know, if you're if you're just so focused on helping another person, and you're you're taking away your ability to help yourself, then that's not good. That's they're they're taking your agency away from you. Um, abusive relationships this happens quite a bit you know um 
the gaslighting and, and all that stuff that all takes away your agency. So don't let people do that. Which goes back to, and if they are, then sorry, got to go. Next, you need to understand your value. Like what, what is your value? Um, let's, okay, so let's, let's do a little thing here. I want you to think about what if you didn't have anything, right? Take, take, like imagine your life without your job, without your spouse, without your car, your possessions, your golf clubs, without your friends, without anything. Imagine, imagine yourself with none of that. How does that make you feel? Hopefully you don't feel empty, but a lot of times, a lot of people will say, I feel empty because you've placed all of your own value on all of those things that can be taken away from you at any given moment. You could get fired. Your spouse could leave you or or worse, um, die for some reason, or you get, you're going to car wreck or a friend moves away, you know, like all of these things that we have that we, that we, that we attach ourselves to in terms of our value can be taken away at any moment. And that makes us feel like we're left with nothing, which is obviously not the case. Like we are not nothing without all those, those things, like those things don't make us who we are. And so no matter what, no matter how you feel about, about that, like have like a really good conversation with yourself and see if you can come to this conclusion. Like no matter what happens externally, like no matter what happens to me outside, it doesn't affect me. It doesn't affect my value, you know, and, and, and you may have to dig, you know, a little bit deeper, like, like who am I? Or more importantly, who, who, who am I not? Like what, who am I not? Am I the person I want to be? Um, how am I in this like world? How, who am I in this world? Um, what like kind of um, moments in my life have defined me? Um, what gives me passion and fulfillment and joy? Like if you think about all of those things, you're going to realize that the car and, 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 all of the other possessions and none of those things are going to be any of those answers. You know, it's all, it's all like internally, you know, and, 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 you know, and, and once you figure out kind of those things, then, then you can start thinking about like, okay, well, what parts, what parts of me do I struggle with and where should I re- improve? What am I afraid of? Um, do I have any like habitual like emotions that hurt me? Um, what kind of like mistakes do I make and things like that. Like there's a lot of stuff to like, um, to dig into. Um, there's actually this, um, it's kind of an, uh, it's like a self-worth scale that I found. Um, it was, it's called the contingencies of self-worth. Um, it was done by some researchers in 2003. Um, I'll leave, um, I will leave the link uh, in the in the show notes so that if you want to check it out um, I took it and so it's basically like a, it's like I think it's 35 questions um, there's the grading scale is a bit weird um, 
I, there's a reverse a reverse score answer thing, which I'm I'm fairly used to um, from doing research at at UNR. So what you'll have to do is um, on certain answers you'll have to flip. Um, like say if you if you wrote a one you'll flip it to a seven, but it's they explain it in the in the worksheet, um, and basically it comes down to um, like seven different kind of um, areas where we 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 gain our self worth like a family, um, competition, appearance. Um, this it says God's love, but it could be uh, spirituality, your academic um, competence, uh, virtue, and um, and approval from others. And so I took it and I was a little, a little surprised at my answers, but also kind of not, <laughs> not surprised. Um, and so now I, I have an idea of what I need to work on a little bit. Um, one of my highest scores was appearance, which really surprised me. Um, you know, but that, that just means that, that, I kind of put too much value on what I think others think of me or other, how others see me, um, which I definitely, um, need to, need to work on because I need to practice what I preach, right? (laughs) I'm like telling you to not worry about other people think, and then here I am, I do it. So if you're listening and you're like, oh, well, he's just as fucked up as I am. Yeah. hundred (laughs) percent. We're all messed up. Right. Um, the other the other high one was um, approval from others, <laughs> which again is uh, slightly embarrassing because here I am telling you you shouldn't worry about what other people think about you, and yet I do it. So here we are. We're all humans, right? Um, so after taking this, you know, now now I know some areas that I can work on, um, and so if you feel like taking it, I think you should. Um, if anything, it'll just kind of give you, um, a way to kind of better understand yourself and, and know some, some things, um, that you can do to improve. Cause that's, that's really what, what I know. That's really what I want out of my life is just constant improvement and being better. Um, um, and, and be, just being, being better for myself, but then, also being better so that for myself so that I can be better for other people. That's, that's me. That's, that's the, that's what I want out of, out of this life. Um, you, another way is like, um, to like boost kind of your self acceptance, like accept everything about yourself, accept the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it. Um, you know, you, we all have flaws. We all have fears. We all do things, you know, that we aren't necessarily proud of. Um, or, or we have these qualities, you know, that, that we could work on. But there's a difference between seeing something that you don't like and just saying, oh, I hate this about myself. And seeing something that you don't like and saying, okay, I accept that this is part of me. What can I do? What can I do to move forward, to make this better? Because this is how you, this is how you are. Like this is who you are. And, and if you can make peace with that, then you can move forward and you can, and you can do 
you can do things to improve your life. You know, which which would include like self love, like like being more kind and more tolerant and and more graceful and compassionate to yourself. You know, because because when when you do that, when you when you're able to value yourself highly, it's going to resonate outwards and other people are going to give you that same value. And if they don't, you'll be strong enough to say, you know, okay, well, maybe this, you know, you and I, this you and I thing isn't going to work. And like, you really have to recognize your self-worth. You really have to like, sit down and say, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not, I don't need to please other people, you know, no. And, and, and all these things that happen outside of me, none of that matters because really all you can control is yourself, you know, and, and I've said this before and I'll probably say it millions of times, like we can't control the world. There's nothing we can do about it. The world will continue to move regardless of what we do. All we can do is control how we act or how we feel about the thing, whatever it was. And like the value comes from within inside, right? Your value is what you set. No one else sets your value for you. You have to set your value and that's your responsibility. Your responsibility is to set your value and also communicate with others tell other people what your value is because if they don't know they're not going to be able to treat you accordingly and you can't blame them right you can't blame someone for not treating you the way you want to be treated if you don't tell them how you want to be treated i mean on paper that seems super easy right that's a no-brainer but in practice it's not you know, it's really difficult and um, it's not going to be something that's going to be super easy to do, but you can do it. Oh, and um, there's another little worksheet that I found. Uh, I'll put it, um, I'll also put it in the show descriptions. Um, show descriptions, show description. <laughs> there's only one description. Um, it's called, uh, it's like a self-esteem checkup. Um, a lot of times self-esteem and self-worth are used interchangeably, but like I said before, I think they're different, not the point. Um, it's cool. It's a, so there's not really, this one's not really like, um, well, I guess neither of them, there's not like a, a good score or a bad score. You basically will read there's, uh, there's 15 questions or their statements rather. And then you add a score to it, a zero for not at all, or a 10 for, um, totally or completely. Um, some of them are like, I believe in myself. Uh, am I as valuable as other people? Um, would I rather be me or someone else? Am I proud of my accomplishments? Um, I can handle criticism. I respect myself. Um, I'm not afraid to make mistakes. Um, I know my positive qualities and things like that. And there's 15 of them. And basically what you do is you, you, you write, like I said, and then you don't add them up. There's no like scoring thing. But what you do is you look at your score, right? And say, um, one of them, you put a six, right? And you're like, you know what? I feel like I should, I should, I would want that to be a higher number. So then just think to yourself, okay, well, what can I do to make that 
a higher number? How can I move? What can I do to change that number from a six to, let's say, a seven? And then, you know, you work on those things. And then, you know, I guess the goal would be to get 10 <laughs> on all of them, but I don't think that's even really possible. Um, but you but you want to feel good about the numbers that you put on there. And if it was a really low number, then it's like, okay, well, why was that number so low? You know, why don't I believe in myself? Or why don't I respect myself? Is it because of how other people see me? Is it because of a relationship I'm in? Um, these kinds of things. So yeah, I'll leave that um, at, at the bottom as well. So if you want to click on that. And um, I guess that'll pretty much do it for this episode. Um, we talked about kind of a lot. And um, hopefully it wasn't too much. Um, I feel like it might have been a little bit more scattered and jumbly around than, than I, my podcast typically are. And if it is, I apologize. Um, but like, I guess what it comes down to is, is it's really important to understand what your, what your self-worth is and how you value yourself. And just as importantly, it is to communicate those values to other people so that you can feel valued and so that they understand and they know how to interact with you. And if you don't tell them, they're not going to know and then you're going to feel undervalued and your self-worth is going to be lowered and no one wins. So moral of the story is communicate with people and just understand that you are you, you are amazing, Uh, you have value and you can do it. I believe in you and you should believe in yourself. And all right, I'll see you. Well, I guess I won't see you, but you'll hear my voice in the next episode. Bye. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out with me. I hope you got something useful from this episode. If this is your first time listening, uh, please consider subscribing so you don't miss out on any of the other fun things that we'll be talking about in the future. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, uh, I would encourage you to go to wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a little review. This really does help me grow the podcast. And of course, if you have any questions or comments or you just want to connect on all the other social medias, you can find me on Instagram at Life Nomadic Podcast, on Twitter at That Life Nomadic, uh, Facebook.com forward slash Life Nomadic Podcast. Or you can just send me an email, lifenomadicpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, thanks for listening. I look forward to talking to you guys, and we'll see you in the next episode.